0: Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 12 of Let's Talk Dirty. Today, we're talking about we're talking about a dirty thought, but it's kind of more of a dirty feeling. I don't think any feelings are wrong. I think we should be open to feeling all the things, and there are some feelings, some emotions that are kind of a total waste and not really worth our time if we can help it. And so Today I want to talk about worry in relationships, relationship worry. Super uplifting topic. <laughs> but I was I w- I was worrying a lot this month and I realized that I was feeling out of control and I tried to use worry to control what other people were going to do. Spoiler, didn't work. <laughs> worry didn't work to control what other people did. But um, I want to talk about this idea of control because if you guys have been listening here, you know already my opinions about controlling other people. We can't do it. And it's not advisable to try. And everyone always agrees. Yes, yes, we can't control other people. And then what do they do? They go and try and control them in their minds and in real life, right? Right. And one of the ways that we try to control other people in our relationships, in our lives, is by worrying. We try and control our relationship with ourselves by worrying. We try and control our relationship with money by worrying. We try and control our relationship with our body by worrying. Worrying is one of these emotions that feels really productive and important and really It's doing nothing for you or for anyone else. So worry happens in a lot of ways in relationships, but what worry comes down to is a need to control, right? I I want to um, see a certain result. I want this person to act the way that I want them to act, and I'm worried that they won't, a.k.a. I'm going to spend time inside of my own brain thinking about the situation that hasn't happened yet and try to generate a sense of control by overthinking and brewing and stewing and all that. And what happens is I just stay in a cycle of worry until what else happens? Until the thing either plays out how you wanted and your brain's like, wow, good thing I worried about this so much because it totally worked. (laughs) Or the thing turns out not how you wanted and your brain's like, oh my God, I totally knew it. No wonder I was so worried because I just knew this would happen this way that was really important for me to worry about. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. Neither outcome happened because of worry. You didn't use worry to create a good outcome. And you also didn't use worry to protect yourself from a negative outcome. Worry isn't a protective safe space or a manifestation technique. It is a garbage hole of self-induced misery. (laughs) Okay? So what do we worry about in relationships and why do we do it? What do you worry about in relationships and why do you think that you do it? That's what we're talking about in the next text, next 10 episodes here. You guys love sex relationships, by the way. I have 10 episodes completely devoted to relationships, and today we're talking about something all of us do in relationships. Every one of us worries, okay? So that's why we're here today. So why we worry, why we worry, I think is because we think it's a way to control things. Like if we worry, That's like preventing the thing that we don't want to happen. And worry sometimes feels like it's the only option. It's like the only thing that we know how to do when we anticipate a problem or when our brain anticipates a problem for us, right? It's like a default that's easy for us to get in bed with. We're like, okay, great. I anticipate a problem and my only option is to worry about it. Go right? We worry that things won't work out the way that we want mainly, right, in relationship. And that sense of not having control puts people into a tailspin, right? Trying to prevent pain, not being able to do it through worrying, and then worrying harder because it feels like a good option, okay? Just as an aside here, just because I'm saying that worry isn't a good option or isn't your only option doesn't mean that I'm saying that you should be like toxic positivity over here, like everything is amazing all the time, okay? Worry is a natural thing that we all do at times, and this isn't meant to shame you into not worrying, but just to shed some light on the fact that when we worry – We are trying to outwit our future negative emotions by making ourselves feel shitty on purpose right now. And that doesn't seem to me like a very valuable use of your time, but you get to decide, okay? So I mentioned at the beginning of this series in, I think it was episode 10, um, that relationships are at the core of everything In this life, like relationship with self, relationship with money, with others, with the world at large, like our beliefs or thoughts are what allow us to show up in love with all of those things or not, right? They allow us to show up with purpose and direct ourselves towards love and worrying about stuff, not showing up for you how you want it to be in your perfect world is sabotaging any effort you make towards building love. It's putting on the brakes. It's stopping you from pursuing what could be if you chose to see whatever happens as exactly what's supposed to happen instead of seeing it as right or wrong, good or bad. Right? I'm worried I won't lose weight, so I don't want to waste my time. That's a belief and a love A self love problem, right? I'm worried he won't say what I want to hear, so I don't want to waste my time bringing this up. That's a belief and a human love problem. I'm worried I'll go into debt if I start this business, so I don't want to. I don't want to do it, and I'm not going to try. I'm just going to sit here and worry. That's a belief and money love problem, right? So to build love in any type of relationship, we need to stop worrying. Worry is not one of the emotions that I think that you need to process and allow. I think it's a useless fucking emotion. Seriously. Worry doesn't produce anything. So if you're sitting there listening to this and trying to think of a scenario where worry is a good thing, I'm going to save you the trouble and let you know there isn't one. Worried about your kid going to college or failing a test or getting his heart broken? Sounds nice in theory, right? I don't want my kid to be in pain, so I'm going to worry about that. But in reality, you're not helping your kid at all when you worry, and it's certainly not helping you, right? You're worried that a plane might crash, or you won't have enough money, or your partner isn't interested in sex, or, you know, what do you worry about? And what do you do when you worry? My guess is nothing except worry more. Okay, don't confuse worry with another emotion that causes you to actually act. Worry does not help you solve any problems. Not to mention it feels terrible to be in worry, right? Like when I'm worried, I feel like my anxiety sweat is just pouring out of my armpits and I can't focus on anything else and I'm like choked up and my throat is hurting and my head is spinning and it just feels no good, right? So like it's an emotion of anti-problem solving and it's an emotion of blockage. Like worry equals emotional constipation. <laughs> I just thought of that just now. Worry equals emotional constipation. Love or trust or compassion or openness or curiosity. Like I could go on and on here, but any of those types of emotions open the door to action, to doing something, to create a result for you that isn't just more worry. So like you can see that there are other emotional options when it comes to a relationship problem, quote, I'm doing air quotes, that are going to be action inducing, or at least not constipation inducing, right? So let's take a se- specific example because, as I do, I like to pull from real-life examples. And what got me to talk about worry in relationships um, today is the thought, I'm worried it's not working, okay, which obviously causes the worry emotion. And from there, we just overthink and worry more, in which case worry becomes a verb. Like, oh, my gosh, there's just, like, <laughs> worry vomit all over this model, right? Right. And the result is just more worry. And the other result of thinking I'm worried it's not working is it's not working. Because what does working mean? What would working mean for someone in a relationship, right? I'm going to just suggest here that working in a relationship is like, I openly communicate my thoughts and my feelings. I show up in love. I don't try to control or manipulate you with my mind. You know, I I feel safe and I desire more of this connection, right? So the truth that happens in your results is that you're not working out when you're worried. I'm worried it's not working doesn't create any of the things that I just mentioned. Being openly, open communication or um, showing up in love or not trying to control or manipulate, right? You don't feel safe. You don't feel a desire for more of this when you're thinking, I'm worried it's not working. So literally, you're just proving that you're still worried and you're also not working, right? Right? And what happens when we worry is our brain convinces us that it's already gone to shit anyways because of how worry makes us feel and act. So what is the point of showing up for this? Because like I already have myself in a mental belief pattern that something bad is afoot. I'm worrying and looking for proof that there's lots more to worry about. Brains are so powerful like that. They just create the worst case scenarios. You want to worry that it's not going to work out? Well, why don't we just cut to the chase? Not working out. There you go. Right? That's your brain. It's like, great. This is what you want to think and believe? You want to worry? We'll just go round and round and round here. So the one thing that noticing worry, noticing when we're worrying a lot in our relationships or about anything, the thing that it can lead us to is What we're trying to avoid by worrying, and the thing we're trying to avoid is always going to be a feeling, okay? We're like, what if this doesn't work out? What if we split up? What if I, you know, other things about that we worry about in relationship? What if I never get married? What if my daughter never talks to me again? So what is the answer to those questions? What would you feel if those things happened? The worst case scenario is always a feeling, right? The thing you're worried about happening is feeling a certain way. So what feeling are you trying to avoid with worry? Because worry's like the preemptive band-aid to the emotion you fear feeling. But that band-aid is like made of red hot pokers, <laughs> right? Because your brain says, let's avoid the pain of this thing potentially happening and try to control the situation by worrying right now and just feeling bad on purpose right now. Okay, so what's the feeling that you're trying to avoid through worry? Maybe it's disappointment. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's anger or abandonment. What would happen... If you felt those things, so this is like a mini lesson on feelings, you guys. Feelings are vibrations in your body, sensations in your body. That's where feelings are. They're, they're, they're bodily vibrations, bodily sensations. So when you're thinking like, how does anger feel or how does sadness feel? It's somewhere in your body. Maybe your stomach hurts or feels empty. Maybe you feel hot or tingly or your heart beats a little bit faster. Maybe your, you know, eyes hurt. Someone described sadness that way. Their eyes hurt, right? Or you have a heaviness in your chest. All of those vibrations and sensations in your body that happen when you feel those specific feelings. What if that was okay? If and when those sensations ever came, what if it was okay? Because that is what you sign up for in relationships. The possibility that there will be pain. The possibility of feeling disappointed or upset. And when you feel those vibrations and sensations, guess what happens? You don't die. You don't feel comfortable. You may be extremely uncomfortable. But you also get to learn what you're made of. And this isn't like, let's all get sad so we can see how strong we are. I already know how strong you are. And I'm impressed with you while simultaneously not being shocked or thrilled by your ability to stay alive through any emotion. Because emotions can't kill you. And I know that. Right? Do you know that? (laughs) What I would be impressed and thrilled by is fearlessness in you, which to me is the willingness to actually feel any emotions instead of just pretending to feel them or trying to outwit it through worrying. So what I want to show you is that those feelings, the disappointment, the anxiety, the anger are going to be part of your life sometime. Whether it's in this relationship or with another. And they're meant to be felt, to be processed, to be owned as part of the experience of saying yes to relationships. Your relationship with life is meant to have negative emotions in it. It's what we sign up for, right? Subconsciously, every time you commit to a relationship, whatever that looks like in your own mind, to be in a relationship, you take on the possibility that that person will leave or die or be hurt or, you know, it's like if you, if you have a kid, like, you know that there's a possibility that that kid will be sick or they will experience their own negative emotions, right? But you do it anyways, right? But what you didn't come to relationships for, I can guarantee, what you didn't sign up for on purpose is to worry. I don't think that you really need that one. You did come to love and to risk having a full human experience, which includes some negative emotion about half the time. Half the time. Half the time you're going to feel negative emotion. If you're going to have a relationship with a person, with yourself, with your body, with, you know, whatever, there are negative emotions waiting for you there when you decide that it's worth it. You're here for 50% good and great and 50% bad and shitty. And if you don't want that, well, (laughs) sorry, not sorry. Because that's too bad. Like no matter how much you try to push back or against it or try to control it or make it positive happiness and sunshine all the time, that's not how expanding the positive parts of your life works. You have to be willing to go through the negative when it's there. Worrying, though, is only adding unnecessarily to that negative 50%. So don't expand on the negative side by worrying. Worrying. Why not just feel the emotions that come with having a relationship and embrace them and process them and learn to live with them if and when they come? And also, just because you have negative emotions in your relationship sometimes doesn't mean anything about you, except maybe that you're doing it right. What if that was true? Negative feelings means I'm doing something right. We get caught in worrying about the negative because somewhere along the line, we were taught that we shouldn't have to feel bad, right? We're seeking to control everything to make it easier and happier, and as one of my good friends would say, 100% light all the time, but no offense to him, that's not real life. Like sure, you can use thought work, you can use the model to change your thoughts, but we don't want to be robots walking around only thinking positive things all the time. I am 100% light, right? Like, no. We deserve to feel bad sometimes, right? We owe it to our full human lives to feel bad sometimes. How about them apples? You owe it to yourself not to fear negative emotions, but to build the muscle of actually feeling them sometimes. How about allowing things that are out of our control to happen, noticing what you think once they do happen, and processing the emotions that come up, and not cock-blocking yourself from actually having any power in situations by worrying. Worrying takes away your power, so stop cock-blocking your own power. All right, you guys, if you want to learn more about processing emotions so that you can become fearless, join my transformational coaching partnership. I give your real life relationships my total focus and one-to-one support so you can love harder, feel better, and start working on the relationship that is the blueprint for every other connection in your life. And that's the one with yourself, right? So what if it does? What if it works out? Because the reality is it will work out exactly as it is supposed to work out. But what if it works out and working out looks a little bit different than what you were trying to make it look like through worrying? What you're trying to make it look like is sunshine and rainbows and happiness 100% of the time. But what if working out actually includes some disappointment and stress and feelings of guilt or sadness, right? Right? Like, why don't we ever say, what if it does work out? We're always like, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if it does? My theory is that on some level, we know that even if it does work out, and I'm just going to assume that in this case, like working out means that you, you know, stay in a relationship with the person or stay in the type of relationship that you want to have with this person, whatever. But even if that does happen, and even if that comes true, We still know somewhere, maybe deep down, but we still know as humans, that's gonna come with some form of struggle and our emotions, right? Like even if it didn't work out, there's still gonna be, even if it did work out, there's still gonna be some sadness and heartbreak and misunderstanding and disappointment and resentment and like all of those negative emotions along with the working out. So instead of blocking ourselves up front, from it working out by worrying, what if we just asked, what if it does? What if it does work out? And what if that includes me needing to be willing to feel some negative emotions as well along the way? Thanks for joining in today, and I will see you on our next episode of Let's Talk Dirty. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Hannah Kokovai so more women can begin conjuring the magic they want too. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, HannahKokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today and I'll see you next time.